There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spoiler alert, if you have not yet seen 2005 Sweno and you don't want to know what happens at the end, we may spoil it in this podcast. You've been warned. Peace. I hate the word. Hello everyone and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama. This is a podcast where each week Zach and I have a chat about John Leguizamo and all of the shit he's been in and it's a lot of shit. Um, but we're still enjoying it. We're riding this fucking wave. Uh, my name is Mish Wittrup. You might know me from having dreams from time to time. Yes. That was good. Sweno, of oh, course, sweno. the Spanish Having swenos. <laughs> I've been having swenos. Having a, a sweni. Is it? That's how Sweniz. it would work in Italian. Um, and I'm joined, as always, by my dreamy friend. <laughs> My dream. <laughs> Zachary Wayne, fitting. who you might know from. Uh, also having a haircut too young for me. Yeah, big time. <laughs> um, we are really, really lucky this week because we get to be joined by the very, very, very funny Xavier Michalides. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. This has been one of my suenos for a long time <laughs> and I can't believe we're finally getting to... To talk about not only Sweno, not only do I get to do the podcast, we get to talk about Sweno, a movie yeah. that I've been passionate about for a long time. Now, Xavier, we have um, we've had your, 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 you have a comedy partner, mm-hmm. I would say, in Ben Russell. Yes, um, you, you're currently uh, doing releasing um, a web series that I, I'm a bit of a part of, which is um, Hug the Sun with Ben. Yeah. Ben, we've had on this podcast a number of times with the Ice Age films. Yep. Um, how do you feel, can I ask, you know, we've <laughs> asked him to be a part of his biggest series ever, um, but the dark side of that coin is he, there's 50 of them and he hates it coming on our show. Yeah. We've asked you to be to do Sweno, which I think made five thousand globe five thousand dollars in the global box office. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I I, I think I appreciate it because I know that you guys probably saw that I'm someone who's not into the big blockbusters. I'm mm-hmm. into yeah. personal stories and dreams, and that's what this whole <laughs> yeah. film is. It is. <laughs> it's dreams when, in so many ways. Not just like dr- these are my dreams and what I want to achieve, mm. but also mm. these are the weird dance dreams that I have sometimes. Yeah. And I stand and just have a dream of dancing mm. and then you cut back to me and I'm still there standing outside of someone's house as a dance dream happened in my brain. That's great. Of course, a scene from the movie Swano, Swano. which we'll be talking about. <laughs> um, if we're going to be completely honest, this is how we got Xavier on the pod. Um, Zach and I had decided we were going to do Sweno, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and then I watched Hug the Sun and... Fuck, it's good. Oh, thank you, mate. It's so fuck. It's so fucking good. It is one of the funniest thing I've seen in years. And while I've watching done stuff it, in the last few years, so that hurts my feelings. I stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
I was like, watching you're it. In it. You're in it, so that's your part. Yeah, of it, of yeah. I just, I just think it's like I've done stuff in years. I wish you'd said months. I haven't done much <laughs> in the last few months. <laughs> um, anyway, while I was watching it, I messaged Zach and I said we should get Xavier on the pod. Mm. And Zach wrote back going, "Yeah, definitely." And then five minutes later, said, "Why don't we ask him to do Sweno?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay." And then after we agreed and you agreed, I was like, "Oh no, we." We could have done better for him. We could have done Chef. Sweno. We could have done. There's more to talk about, I think, with Sweno. I think, you know, I've seen Chef normally. I just watched that normally and had a good time. Yeah. I've watched the Ice Age films. Mm. You know, that's not as exciting as as delving into the early 2000s obscure, very lukewarm. And also, let's be honest, once – it's basically the film Once. It's so we were talking <laughs> yeah. about Once. Should we like? Let's just jump in. Let's jump oh, in. Oh wow! I, okay. Can I just pause? We I'm never jump in this the, week. The the sun just went down in my house. I'm just going to turn the light on here because I'm just sitting in the dark. And no, no that's fine. The we low light adjust so... is freaking out. If you can tell, like I look like yeah, a ghost no, right that's now. That's so okay. No, um, please go for it. Well, we should uh, well, before we launch into it. While he fixes that, we should ask um, him about his experience with legs. That's an important question. Yeah, you'd really jump the gun. Why well, we you're were embar- talking you're about embarrassing me? We were talking about the film, and I just <laughs> thought, why not just do the intro? But you're right. We should do some, like, uh, guest introduction work. Before we launch into Sweno, even though we're all itching to chat. Itching to talk Swen. Mm. Um, what we always... <laughs> itching for the Swen. Uh, what we always ask our guests, Xavier, is mm. what's your personal relationship with John Leguizamo? And now you don't have to personally know John Leguizamo, mm. but what has your personal journey been... Uh, with him and his media. That being said, though, Xavier, if you do personally know John Leguizamo, you just made our lives a lot easier. That would be uh, yeah, great. I mean, I wish I could say that. I wish I could say that, you know, I was living in Sydney for a short time while he was, you know, uh, shooting a film when I ran into him. But no, no, mm. there is so no personal. No. That's not like a loaded thing that you did do? No, 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 no. I'd, my relationship with him, I think, starts, I think, with a lot of people my age would be the Mario Brothers film. Yes. yes. Where he yes. played Luigi Mario. And, yes. Yes. you know, the classic quote, there's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. And that, yeah. I mean, as a child, was probably the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. And Do you want to hear the- a crazy twist? We did a screening of it recently. We're doing a screening soon of mm. it in, in um, Sydney because that's where this random decision has led <laughs> our lives to that now we fly to Sydney to do screenings, screenings of, of Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers movies. It's, and it's, I've you, say, you've only got yourselves to blame. Yes, yeah. yeah. But it holds up. That joke holds up. Yeah, it's still good. It's still good. It's still very good. Bring the house down. Um, great. Yeah. We, 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 you know, refer to John Leguizamo on this pod during that era as Sexy Luigi. Yeah. Which I would say still in Sueno is very much the sexy Luigi face. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I think he's still he's still he's still in Leg Legwas Hollywood. Yes. Is that what we call it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a sub phase of the sexy Luigi phase. This is when when um uh, uh Lerman got his hands on him and 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 elevated him to Legwas Hollywood. Yeah. Mm. You know, a mm. little bit less body fat, a little bit more tailoring in the clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Legwas Hollywood. Yeah. Um I don't even think he's daddy legs yet. He's still Oh, is... he's absolutely not in Sweno. No. There's no daddy legs no. in Sweno. No, no, not at all. He's still very um, so hot. So you knew him from, you're just, just hot. Yeah. Just a hot man. Just a hot man. <laughs> <laughs> just a hot man. Yeah, someone no, you, no you Sweno about, you know, like just. Someone. 
I regularly have a sweno about sexy Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I sweno now about very boring things. The more creative my life is, the more boring my suenos mm. are. Yeah. So I, I had a sweno the other week. <laughs> Where I just was catching up for coffee with an accountant to talk about accounting. <laughs> just I made up an accountant in my mind and I was like, how do the numbers work around this project? And they were like, oh, yeah, well, I would recommend you do a P&L budget. And I was like, oh, okay. Then I woke up like, ah. <laughs> That's Because you know that dreams are basically your, your deep subconscious trying to let you mm. know what you need to get done in your life, what, what, what is mm. important to your soul usually. And you got to have more coffee with accountants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's either accounting I I or just to... hang out with people more. Well, I think it's like it's what's missing, isn't it? So when I'm, the drier my life is, the more creative my dreams are. Yes. More often than not, my suenos are in black and white. Really? No. Yeah. Really? I have black and white suenos. Can you believe That's it? So cool. That is Do amazing. you ever have those suenos where you're doing something and then suddenly you're in a cinema watching it? It's a movie. No, sometimes I have the suenos where I'm watching it from above, like I'm flying over the top of it. Wow, that's cool. And then sweno. I can see my sueno from my sueno. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. man. Does, you, what about you, Zave? Tell us about your suenos. Most of my suenos just sort of, they change so much within it. You know how that weird thing you go, and I was thinking about Japan, then I was in Japan, and the person was I was with, then I was thinking about my mum, and that person became my mum. And But it wasn't mm. my mum, like it's all that mm. stuff. There's no real rhyme or reason to the suenos, but I should write them down more because then supposedly you remember them more if you write them down. Yeah, I need mm. to start writing them down. I love my suenos. And, and apparently a lot of uh, what David Lynch does is write down his suenos. Mm. That makes sense. I had a friend once that had uh, night terror suenos <gasps> oh, and no. once he woke up during a night terror sueno, or no, he while he was having a night, sueno, night terror sueno, he mm. broke all his CDs. <gasps> He took all his CDs out of their cases, snapped them all in half and woke up from his night terror sueno in a sea of broken CDs. It's fitting because the movie Sueno, Spanish for Dream that we're talking about, Mm. is about a man who has a sueno to one day make a CD. Mm. So it would be fitting that his nightmare, Mm. as opposed to his sueno, would be a CD breaking. Yeah. Yeah. What a nasty sueno. Yeah. That would be. That's So So you liked Mario Brothers? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of course I, I don't know it. if you've seen it recently Xavier But it really does hold up Yeah it's 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 still a great film I think it's still For a nice dark twisted take on Mario I mean that's what, what it deserves That video game Yeah it's, it's a good film For a nice dark twisted take on Mario <laughs> Now the, the, the question is Do we need a nice dark <laughs> twisted take on Mario That's the question Yes we do But yeah. if you're going to do it They great, did it great well Great job They did a great <laughs> job I would say so <laughs> They did it well um, Now we could have had Xavier on To talk about Super Mario Brothers But we're cunts So <laughs> do we want to talk about Sweno now? Are we talking Sweno? Let's I think we talk Sweno I'm ready Time to talk, to talk about Sweno Yeah please uh, Yeah we can talk about Sweno um, hey, congrats on Hug the Sun, by the way. <laughs> Doing really well. Thank it's you. really like blowing blowing everyone away. We've Why great... talk about your successful, hilarious web series when we could talk about Sweno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Are you, are you feeling chuffed about the response so far? 100%. We, I think we just hit 100K, you know. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Very I was good. like. It's I my like, greatest Sweno come, come to life. Oh. It's your greatest Sweno. Yeah, we were like. 
We were like, hey, we're going to be happy if it hits 10K in a week. Yeah. Because yeah. it's on a new channel and stuff. We're like, just be happy if it hits 10K. And here it is, 100K. And mm. I think we're recording this four days in. Mm. Well deserved, though, honestly. It is so good. Oh, yeah. And you. Aaron thank McCann, you. who directed it, did a fantastic job. Oh, he blew it out of the water. Yeah. He, he really it, did. it truly was a sweno come sweno. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's my blurb. Sweno is a sweet, very low-budget film from 2005. It tells the story of a young Mexican-American man played by Johnny Legs as he chases his dreams of one day making a CD. We follow him as he puts together a band to compete in a radio station-sponsored contest, all while getting caught in a love triangle between a beautiful young nurse and a more age-appropriate divorcee. Johnny Legs plays Antonio, the most 2005-looking man you'll ever see in your life. That's so funny. Um, so mm. this film, mm-hmm. I this so this is what I remember of this from two thousand and five. In two thousand and five, I was in year eleven, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing the poster for this film. Really, never oh. seen the movie, but I saw the poster, and it was on. I don't know. I don't even remember where, where did it, you see the poster. I have no idea, but I knew when I read it. I'm like, oh, I know that poster because it's a a pretty Latin man hugging a pretty Latin girl. Um, with some guitars and some roses around so maybe it. Maybe at the video shop. Probably at a Blockbuster or a Video Easy. I couldn't imagine it It would have been a Blockbuster, actually. Like, there's no, no, no way they'd have a poster for this at the cinemas. No, it did make cinemas. but um, And I remember seeing that and being like, I bet that movie is fucking sick. Because I was <laughs> I was 16 and I was like, all I wanted to do was be held like that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it looked like just based solely off the image, like the most romantic, beautiful love story ever told. And what it ends up being is the most romantic, beautiful love story ever told between a man and his CD. Yes. <laughs> he loves CDs. He, loves he really CDs loves so his CDs. He loves CDs. He, 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 it, this movie, like, can we talk about how 2005 Johnny Legs looks in this movie? Oh. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like if you went to a costume party dressed up. Like a 2005-themed costume party. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't look like it was made in 2005. Yeah. It looks like it was set in 2005. Yeah. Like at one point he's wearing a bright orange long sleeve tee. Mm-hmm. Like for the bulk of the movie he's wearing a strong-collared uh, a strong-collared, mm. uh, long sleeve dress shirt with a print on it. Very untucked, year 11 formal. Yes. Very year yeah. 11 with formal. With jeans. Um, but more than anything, that... Haircut. Mm. Oh, shall we talk about the haircut? I, I want to talk about the haircut for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> so firstly, was it a wig? Was it a wig? Zave? No, I, th- I think it's like, that's Johnny Legs' real hair there. Like it's just hyper-gelled and feathered and just perfect. Feathered. I mean, it's that so feathered, feathered look. That's what's so good about it, which, mm. you know, that was the best thing when guys had that back in the day is that they'd have to stop and when they went to the toilet, you'd see them just sort of keep the feathers going. They'd actually have to yeah. touch it up. Yeah, that's what guys at about the age of 17 had back in the day yeah. and not a 38-year-old man. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a little It's a little young. Uh, he's still, as we said, his leg was Hollywood. Absolutely. He's looking stunning. For mm. a thir- He looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they'd put a 30-year-old haircut on him. Oh, beautiful. He would have looked 30. Yes. Yeah. But they put a 17-year-old boy going to his first dance yeah. with a girl he's been on two dates with down the local milkshake bar yeah, mm. and he's thinks that he's going to get in a finger in tonight. <laughs> that is the hair of Johnny <laughs> Legs in this film. Has. I love it. I love it. There's another point where he puts on a, a like a sort of a loose, 
a loose blazer. So he walks into the house wearing his, he's got like a tight to the neck, brightly coloured T-shirt, like big jeans, dress shoes, and like a a tight to the neck necklace over the top of the T-shirt. And Mm. I'm like, oh, he doesn't look uh, well-dressed enough for a concert that he's about to play at. Mm. But never fear, someone puts a loose-fitting blazer on top of that outfit and we have got 2005 Fashionista. Yes. Personally, my favourite was the the red, white and black patchwork button-up mm-hmm. that he wore about two-thirds of the way through the film uh, when he chases the nurse down on the street. Mm. Mm. That's That was my favourite Johnny Legs look in the film. What sort of look did you have then, Zave? I feel like you've looked in like two thousand and five. That would have been <laughs> my. Um... Sorry, one second. Sorry. No, that's okay. mood music. <laughs> Jeez. So I'm not giving. Sorry, I'm not giving Swano the, the attention it deserves. Let me just. <laughs> You got your phone going off, you're changing the lights. I don't think you respect Sweno at all. So maybe we're starting to think that maybe maybe this isn't that important to you. Listen, uh, listen. I want to be honest with you. In the of things, I think. I, wa- yeah. I, I bought this on YouTube and then yeah. I was watching 15 minutes of it and I realised I probably didn't have enough time to finish it so I set it to double speed. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, you're yeah. watching it like a Zach. Yeah, I've watched the bulk of these films oh, good, on double good. speed. Yeah. And it may, I'm the one who... The trippy dream sequence is even more trippier than usual. Like him Absolutely. dancing was just like like that. I can great. imagine it would have been fucked. I'm the one who watches the movie three days beforehand with a pen and paper. Yeah, Mish watches it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I take the notes. Yeah, Mish takes notes. I think you're slow. Are you softening on that yet? Oh, 100 percent. I think around about around about the hollow point was yeah. when I was like, oh, that's enough of this shit. Yeah, it's just, I was like, it was one of those things, like I think there was some tension in the early days and because and, Mish would watch the whole thing three days in advance, write notes, then do research the next night. Yeah. And then come in ready to talk about the film. And I I had just started watching it at double time 45 minutes before we recorded <laughs> and didn't quite get the end. And, and there was some tension there. But, you know, it's the kind of tension where it's like, like one person is thinking, okay, I hope, th- like I hope he comes around. Like Mish was probably mm. thinking, I hope he comes mm. around. Mm. And I was thinking, I know she will meet me in about six months. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Mish was like, I hope he starts investing a little more. And I was just like, I know for a fact <laughs> that she will meet me in <laughs> six months' time. We're going to be on the same page. Yeah. No notes. No caring about it. No, it's true. <laughs> Um, but to be fair, then when it's a good one, when it's a, I try to, I now try to give myself. I start watching it a, like a night or two before, mm-hmm. on the on the sort of chance that it's one I really love, mm-hmm. and because there have been times where I've put myself in a position where I've had to double time a good, mm-hmm. like a film I've really enjoyed. Right, and so, you go, this was this was this was a show. Like I could have enjoyed that, and I've just sort of yeah. Yeah, so sometimes now I'll like a couple of days in advance, I'll start watching it and then in about 15 minutes in I'll go, I'll double time it on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'll just double time this on Friday and then turn it off and watch uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But no, to answer your question, what I used to wear in that time was mm. rave type fashions. So I had No, yeah, you were a raver. Did you have happy pants? Yeah, I wore either um, happy pants or like, just big cargo pants, really big ones. I'd have a, a T-shirt that I drew 
on myself, like a Dragon yes. Ball Z character or like some sort of, you know. Oh, my God. Oh this my is God. great. Is this yeah. legit? This is legit. I used to wear like those, um, you know, go to the markets and there'd be those shirts that have a peace sign and all these like weird hippie sort of um, yes. things. that I'd wear those and I used to have bleached um, zebra hair, blonde and oh. black hair that I'd like spike up. But Are there is- any photos of this? Um, if you look on Facebook, I think there's a couple. I'm very gaunt and skinny, but you'd have to go quite far back. Would you be happy for us to share them on our Facebook, of on course, our Instagram? Of course. Yeah, that, was my peak. That, was, yeah. that was at my peak back then. I mean, That's amazing. You know, That's phenomenal. Yeah. So, That's so good. Did you go to raves? Yes. I used to go to a lot of raves. Did you, Did you know how to rave? Did you know how to do the dances? I can still shuffle to this day. If you ask me to do it, I'll shuffle. Not now, obviously. The Melbourne Shuffle. The Melbourne Shuffle. A lot of people don't know this, but the Melbourne Shuffle was a – I remember my cousin Matt who was really cool and went to raves and had happy pants with smiley face on the pants. Yeah. He would go to raves in the city Mm. um, and he would would talk about the Melbourne Shuffle years before every day I'm shuffling. Melbourne oh. Shuffle was huge since all through the 2000s. This I have a true story. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, here it comes. So I had <laughs> I had some friends here it knew, comes that knew how to shuffle and I thought it was just the coolest thing ever. I would have been maybe 14 or 15. Yeah. And I went home one day and I put on the music in which you shuffle to yeah. and tried to teach myself to shuffle that night. <laughs> oh I probably God. I probably oh, practiced for about my 40 heart. minutes. Oh. I couldn't get it and then I cried. Oh. And I just and then oh, no. I just pretended at parties that I didn't like dancing oh, when in truth Mish. Mish couldn't shuffle. That's oh. so hard. That's I I just had that I've had as Xavier was telling me what he wore, which yeah. was pretty much boys that I wanted to hook up with when I was 15. <laughs> oh, Xavier. <laughs> want to I had again flashbacks. For you? I had... <laughs> Someone's having a sweno. <laughs> I, had, I had vicious 2003 yeah. flashbacks. That's amazing. Yeah, that I... description, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I had to pick how you dressed at that age, Xavier, I would not have picked that. I would have guessed like a three-piece suit. I would have guessed, <laughs> no, I would have guessed the jack, the tweed jacket from a three-piece suit over a band tee. Oh, yeah. And I only say that because that's what I wore. Yeah. I loved like a Jack Skellington shirt w- with an ill-fitting tweed jacket over the and top. And some sort of pendant on a necklace. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that you found at a, at a like black alley market shop. <laughs> yeah. And, oh my God. I think and, I was trying to do that in high school, like when I was listening to Oasis and, and, and yeah. Britpop and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be one of those. And then it just, when I left school, I was like, nah, I'm a raver now. It's, well, that's it's good. On. I, I it's on. My cousin Matt, who was really cool and was allowed to read FHM, I remember he, uh, he when he went to raves, he said, you know, it's not like clubs in the country. Clubs in the country, it's all about fights. He said raves. He bumped into a guy at a rave and he was like, hey, man, no worries. And they had a hug and it was a very positive environment back yeah. in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. That's really nice. I never went to a rave. I was too scared of them. And by, by the time I got to the age where I wasn't scared of them anymore, I didn't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, it's like me with bush doofs. Yeah. You know, yeah. I went to a bush doof once. With um, Claire Hooper, actually. That um, makes sense. Hi. And <laughs> I was really high and her tyre <laughs> popped on her car as we were leaving and then a guy was really nice. It's a nice story. A guy came and then put the new tyre on, but I was so high I didn't get out of the car the whole time. I just sat in the car. 
That's so funny. Which probably made it harder for him to use the jack to get the car up to put the thing on. But Claire was like, do you want to get out? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Like I was so freaked out. I'm just picturing this whole situation happening and all three of you are still shuffling. Yeah. <laughs> Talking. You're in the car shuffling. He's changing your no. tyre, shuffling. Claire was like, "Hey man, do you want to get out of the car?" Of the car she's man. shuffling. No, man. <laughs> I um, I had a friend once who told me a story about uh, he was a country boy and it was we went camping, and he was saying that he went camping on this spot when he was a teenager with his family, mm. and um, there all these people rolled up and then mm. a bush stuff like. <laughs> <laughs> like an illegal bush stall <laughs> at his camping site with his family, which is the funniest thing. I mean, oh, that's like, on. that would make a great short film, I reckon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't stop oh, it mate. from happening as well. Like one dad can't stop a whole bush stall from happening. You know, it's... And I don't think a dad would have a problem with a bush stall. Are just you sure? Like, you can't sleep when a bush stall's happening. I mean, that's ruined your camping holiday, surely. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Was it a day doof or a night doof? Depends what sort of doof we're talking about. I reckon. Well, I don't know, Xavier. If you, if you were to go camping right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and while you're, like, you know, cooking your snags, in comes an illegal bush doof, isn't there a part of you that would just be like, ah, mems? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the memories. As, thanks um, for the memes. I don't know. I think I think I'd be really shitty, and I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> nah, fuck you, kids. Get out of here. I'm trying to have Get a nice, calm time. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, there is something I do really want to talk about that oh, I, I feel quite wait. passionately about with Sweno. Yeah. So firstly, I'm, I would like to throw it down and say that I was entertained by this film. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. it might not be for the reasons the film wanted me to be mm-hmm. entertained, mm-hmm. but I watched it from start to finish in normal time, one <laughs> okay. time speed. I watched it in normal time. I watched it in two parts. I actually, fun story, had to um, buy it. I had to rent it twice. Because oh. Oh, I watched no. half and then... You spent uh, $7 on Sweno? <laughs> I think that's good. I think it was, a, a, like, I think, I feel like there were people involved in this production. It was a very low budget, low fire production. They were lucky to get Johnny Legs involved. I reckon that, like, me buying, sw- uh, renting Sweno twice, I think someone's actually going to see that check. That's you know nice, I mean? isn't it? That's yeah. true. Well, isn't it going to be nice when it's like, why are there these four people watching <laughs> Sweno. Sweno in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that um, would be so exciting for the director or producer creators of this to go, I knew Sweno would finally find its market. and Yeah, in <laughs> Melbourne. In Melbourne. Do you reckon that when this episode gets released, someone who, at least one person who helped make Sweno is going to listen? I I always think with movies of this sort of, like the smaller scale things, you're more likely to get a creative listening because... On a big movie, I guess there's more creative, so maybe there's more of a chance that it'll intersect with it. 
Mm. But I think on a smaller movie, someone might be like, oh, my God, someone did a podcast about my movie. Yeah. And, you know, that was a little movie I did. I haven't done a movie since. Yeah. I'd love Mm. to have a listen. So I think it's more likely on a smaller movie. It felt felt like a passion project in a way. I felt like that's what it was. Like it was, yeah, I would say so. It was someone who was really, you know, loved music and had maybe a similar story to Johnny's character and was trying to, you know, and, and it felt like there were those real bands. I feel like there were a lot of real I bands. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, I don't know a lot of Latin music, but from mm. what I've gathered from the film, <laughs> mm. uh, a lot of very popular Latin music kind of running through yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, that, like, that, that guy at the end that seemed like oh, that was He yeah. had an amazing voice. Yeah. yeah. I well, always... they introduced him like it was a huge deal, and I was like, who's that? That's my favourite <laughs> thing. When you watch something without any context, you don't know who the person is, but everyone else around them's acting like, oh, here we go. Like, you should know. Mm. And then it just you know feels what? weird to you because everyone's yeah. like, With, this man needs no introduction. He's like, he sort of does for me. He needs an introduction. For me, over mm. here, little little us in Australia. In Australia, in I need to know. Yeah. Reminds me when, um, that, who, who was the guy who left One Direction? Zane? Zane left. Zane, Zane left. Getting I re- a head start on Harry. I remember when Zane left and I didn't care and that's when I knew I was old. Yeah. That was like a turning point for me. Mum says for her it was when Kurt Cobain died. She's yeah. like, that's sad, but she didn't care like the world cared. And she's like, oh, I'm old. And yeah. when, when Zane left One Direction, I didn't care. I cared. I'm still hip. <laughs> tell me anything that's happened in pop culture and I'll tell you I cared because I'm still with it. No, I didn't care. Zane, go, I, I hope, I hope TikTok. Zane, I don't know what Zane's doing now. See, I'm so old. I actually, I've already had that moment where I've gone, I, I don't even know any new popular music or anything. And, mm. and I, but I'm aware that I don't like popular music because of my age. And now I've come to the point where I watch Rage and go, well, this is nice for them. This is yes. nice yes. for the kids. I, I don't yeah. even get angry that I don't like it. I go, I don't understand it, but I'm just happy that kids are having a good time, which is even sadder, really. I'm, <laughs> I'm at a point in my life where, uh, do you know, my one, my getting older moment was mm. One Direction as well. It's when I heard You Don't Know You're Beautiful and I liked oh, yeah. it. Oh. I liked the song mm. and I was like, I like this song. And five years ago, Two years ago when I heard it and I was like, I would be like, yeah, but it sucks because it's like. Yeah. Po-. And I was like, no, I like this song. And, hey, I like what Miley Cyrus is doing right now. Yeah. Mm. I just like this music and it doesn't matter who, who, who wrote it. Yeah. That was my moment with, yes. with One Direction was like, I'm old now because I'm not trying to I had that with Katie, Katy Perry's Raw, I think it was and it, when it came out at that time. Yeah. And I was like. This is actually fun. This is a fun song. Like it. Like how it makes me feel. I feel strong. I feel I used to, I've said this before on our pod. I think I said it in recap. So I think this is a fresh new piece of info for Leguizamarama listeners. But mm. um, I used to listen to Leona Lewis's Bleeding Love in private. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I loved that song. I thought it was great, but I would never put it on in the car. And I would never, like, you know, listen to it yeah. in front of other people. I loved that song. Yeah, same. And now, but no, now, like, I would say in the last, like, ten years, oh, nah, let's be real, five, I've just been like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And now I'll listen to Leona Lewis bleeding love as I'm stuck in traffic on Sydney Road. <laughs> that was like, uh, what's, who was that guy that had the club in Ibiza and he wrote sad songs and he was in the, he was in some sort of military Paris Hilton's a DJ in Ibiza now. Yes. Really? Yeah. The, yeah. James Blunt. James Blunt. James Blunt. 
James Blunt. I remember I liked James Blunt and then I was like, and then I found out that he wasn't cool. Mm. I just presumed he was a singer-songwriter. Mm. And I feel like there were singer-songwriters, like I didn't think he was that different to like a Bob Evans. Mm. Yeah. I just thought he was one of the singer-songwriters. I thought I was allowed to like him. Mm. And then suddenly like people on Triple J was making fun of him and I'm, I was like, oh, but that I happened, like him. That happened with Coldplay as well. Like mm. a yes. lot of people like Coldplay sucks and it's like. Yellow's okay. a good song. Yeah, okay. they, they started on Triple J, I think. I think I remember them being playing Triple J and then quickly went to commercial and said, like, oh, Coldplay, it's all over everyone. Get out quick. You can't mm, like them anymore. I remember Sex on Fire by uh, Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. Mm. That was my first moment of going like, hey, this is a bit funny because this person I'm talking to right now that is telling me the song sucks, that's like, this song is bad, it was a bad choice, that they did, they sold out, they decided to make a pop song. Like, I am sure that two months ago, when the song first came out, you told me it was good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I think that 100%. it's got nothing to do with the song. Yeah. And I think maybe all of this, like, auteur stuff that, like, the, is selling out might be a crock of shit. Which yeah. actually oh, brings absolutely. us quite easily back to Swerno because that's what this whole mm. movie yeah. is about. Very good. Whether or not you're going to sell out and whether or not you're going to stay true to yourself and your group. Oh, my God. We 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 should take notes because that was quite professional than us. We often host the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Mission Zach uh, mantra is get some guests on and they will be bringing us on track. (laughs) We bring them on to control us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that we were getting away from it too much. It just I never thought we'd have another opportunity to get back to (laughs) Sweat. Because... There are no other reasons you would bring it up. And I was like, you're not going to come back to Sweno. <laughs> no, I do have something to say about Sweno. Yeah. yeah. Right? So as I was saying, I actually did find it entertaining. Yeah. For all, like, for different reasons to what I believe the creators wanted mm-hmm, me to find it entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, one of the reasons why I found it really entertaining was because I imagine they had quite a tight amount of time in which they could make this film. Because there are quite a few dance sequences in this film. Yeah. I think there's like three. Yeah. And they're good, but they're under-rehearsed. Yeah, no. And all they needed, all they needed was about two more days of dance rehearsal. Even just a 12 to 5, two days of that. Mm. Because as they were dancing, it's like you could see them looking at the people around them to make sure they were getting the steps correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, there were moments where... Like it looked like they were about to go left but remembered they had to go right. It looks like a rehearsal. Yeah. It's like they filmed a rehearsal but it's meant to look like a really snappy, tight dream sequence. Yeah. Mm. And you can also tell because they had to cut around it. Like when you haven't rehearsed a fight sequence and they edit it too much. They didn't Mm. just sort of let the people dance. They'd have to keep cutting. The only thing they focused on was that bit where Johnny Leguizamo um, threw down her legs in the first one. Remember that bit where he went, legs, down yes. like that. It's the only thing he was able yeah. to nail, and it was a weird move. It was it a was very a weird, weird move. move. Yes, it was. Mm. But that was when he was dancing with the um, the nurse. The nurse. Yeah. The nurse. Yeah. yeah. There um, were a few. It was. It was those flights. Flights of fancy. I'm finding on my Leguizamo journey mm. is a harder thing to pull off than people realise. Yeah. I think there's the. I can't think of other examples, but there's just been a few like. Lower budget movies where, like, they probably just shouldn't have done the flight of fancy. You know, the magical like that realism. Kind of magic re- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a tough. That's a tough thing to nail tonally. Do you know who does it really, really well? Who? In comes Mish with her classic knowledge is Gene Kelly in a majority of his films. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you want to see it done really well, watch An American in Paris. Yeah. yeah. Great reference. Or, Thank, you. Or in, Great in, reference. Um, Thank you so much. In um, uh, Singing in the Rain with the Got to yeah. Dance sequence that just oh goes on God. for like half the film and it's amazing. Yeah, it's, and It's, it's yeah. like they were trying to do that again. But without Gene Kelly. It's without Gene <laughs> Kelly. No, but I felt that a little bit with uh, that La- with La La Land. Uh, you know, they had a few moments there where I just like some. I liked that movie. Like I liked that movie, but I didn't love it because it was like it's. There's something about how the magical plays with the realism yeah. that La La Land didn't quite hit. Yeah. Whereas you're absolutely right about Gene Kelly. Like it's yeah. just like. I think because he's so he's a fucking athlete. We've talked about well, this Gene before. Kelly's also a dancer. Yeah, and yes. and um, yeah. John Leguizamo and that nurse, <laughs> not dancers. Not dancers. They're both beautiful, absolutely gorgeous people, absolutely gorgeous, but well, not. I think dancers. A, not dan- I think Elizabeth um, Panner, who played the neighbor, who actually yeah, I'm, I'm who a big fan of. I've always huge, liked yeah, her. Yeah, huge. She's great. I loved great, her. Great cast. Great cast. Oh, she like. was really good in, like, she was in, like, Jacob's Ladder and... Um, mm-hmm. I love Jacob's Ladder. How good is Jacob's Ladder? I watched that it is again. Like, my wife had to see it. We watched it again and she was like, that was good. That was a trip. The I've, twist... I've never seen it. No, that's fine. It's not It's not a super, like, it, it was not a super seen film. Mm. Didn't do that crazy good. But the twist is... So I don't want to give it away, but it's one of those twists where it, like, a good twist... You know how sometimes there's a twist and it's like, well, that's just different. Yeah. You you were just travelling along one path and the ending is just different. Yes, yeah. This is a twist that's like, oh, you've fundamentally shifted what I thought I was watching. It's yeah. got um, yeah. Shawshank you know Redemption I mean? in it, doesn't it? It does. Like, it it does, does have Shawshank Redemption in it. The whole movie, about halfway through. <laughs> just play Shawshank <laughs> The movie goes for four and a half hours because about <laughs> so halfway good. through, yeah. Jacob, uh, half he's like, hey, before we go up this ladder, do you want to watch Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. And, and the other character's like, fuck yeah, I do. I love it. Yeah. And like, they're Morgan like, that's Freeman the one fan. that just came out on video, yeah? They're like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so upset I missed it at the movies. Then they chuck it on. They watch the whole thing. <laughs> and um, get up the ladder. And then they go up the ladder. <laughs> I'm going to watch Jacob's Elizabeth Ladder Penner tonight. Elizabeth Penner walks in and is like, I, you, I think you'd love it. You'd love watch it tonight. I will. Elizabeth no, Penner is great. Is Elizabeth Penner a dancer? That's what I was wondering. But I feel like she was just good enough to be able to, as a performer, to make the dance mm. more interesting. That dance between those two was a little bit more interesting because he's all like, I'm in a suit and I'm all horny and she's like, I'm a sexy woman. And it made it mm. a bit more interesting. Not that it was a great yeah. dance, but it wasn't she's as very, bad. She's yeah. very, uh, she's got a real, of all the cast, I thought the cast was all great, but of all the cast, she's, she, she had this quality of just being so comfortable. I love an actor mm. that's comfortable and yeah. she just feels like yeah. so mm. in it and like mm. really beautiful. I think in these sorts of movies, these ones that shoot fast where maybe the script doesn't quite have as much dramatic tension because it's a first time writer, mm. it really shows who the great actors are. And yep. I think the great actors are the ones that just sit. Absolutely. And totally. she sits. It. She was really good in this film. Mm. I think so too. Mm. I thought that she was by far the best. Absolutely. And I say that with nothing but respect to the legs, but Penner outshined the legs. Penner outshined the legs. Penner was wonderful. Also, yeah. Penner's ex, I think, was called Javier in the whole. Was that right? Did I? Yes. Yes. Yes, her ex at the end when she's like, I can't sing on stage. So basically it's all, basically like Zach explained in his his blurb, Johnny Legs decides he needs to win a singing competition or a music competition Mm. in Mm -hmm. order to make his CD. Yeah. And he brings on Elizabeth Penner 
to sing with him because that's his neighbour and she's a really good singer and he hears her one night. So she's like, yeah, cool, I'll do it with you. And it's on this huge stage in front of all these people. But before they go on, she sees her ex-husband, Javier, out in the crowd when she parts the curtain a very smidgen amount right in the middle of <laughs> that tiny right amount. There. Right there, in the right at the front is her ex-husband, kissing on a young lass mm. and she goes, I can't sing anymore. And they're like, oh, no, you have to. And she's like, okay. Yeah, she's that the, was a weird scene. I love how many times people sort of go, I can't do this or what are we going to do? And someone's like, like, there's that scene at the bar where Legs is like, oh, well, I've got no band now. They didn't want me to be part of this band. What am I going to do? And he's like, don't worry about it. I've got another band here. And another band comes up. <laughs> yeah. And it's like so But the best part is the band just sort of walks up. That's a fantastic <laughs> moment where they're like, yeah, they're literally like, he's like, I don't know what we're going to do. The band has quit and he's like, yeah, we're stuffed. And then the band just walks up, stands there for a bit as they finish their conversation. They're like, hello, we're a band. Would you like us to sing a song? And they're like, okay. okay. And then Legs nearly joins in for a bit and then the scene ends. I thought it was going to be one of those scenes where they just start playing, they jam and you're like, you know, just play a C, we'll see where this goes. And then, oh, my God, we're making music, we're fucking – but it just ends. Yeah. The scene's like, that's enough, you know. Talking about, oh, sorry, talking about once, mm. talking about once, that moment was the perfect moment for a once moment. Yes. Where, like, you know, like that, that, because once, once is a very similar film, right? And I yeah. think the only thing that elevated once above this film is that fucking song in the middle at the, in the piano store. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Falling slowly. That's Falling slowly. Is. Like that is like a whole movie, that, um, like a tiny little low-budget movie shot for nothing mm. with non-actors. Yeah. This was a tiny little low-budget movie shot for nothing with non-singers. The, the two things that can make me cry are not being able to shuffle and the song Falling Slowly in the middle of Once. Yeah. Yeah. Gen- genuinely, yeah. like like Once is not significantly better, but it has that moment. Yes. That's, I've never seen a film like... Elevated because of one scene more, except for maybe Dream Girls. Mm. What? Dream Girls. Oh, when Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer oh. Hudson's scene in Dream Girls. Yeah, I, I saw Dream Girls after Jennifer Hudson had won the Oscar, and I'm like, this movie sucks. And then that scene happens, I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, there you go. Oh, okay. there it is. Wowie. Well, All used right, to you work, can have it. I worked <laughs> at a cinema when that movie came out, and like, I would just, every time it was the Jennifer Hudson scene, I'd be like, well, I'm going to hang out the back of the cinema. You know, like I'd be doing a cinema check and I'd be like, oh, it's the Jennifer Hudson scene. I'm going to watch this. This scene's great. It's so good. Um, One other scene I really want to talk about in Sweno is um, so when Johnny Legs is like, I'm going to get a band together and and we're going to – do this music competition, the first band he gets together, not the second one that just slides in on a fucking, like, on wheels. <laughs> We're a band. The first one. He goes and sees them play and they're playing, like, I don't know, weird pop grunge and um, he's like it's not really my style like I don't think that we're going to mesh and then his manager's like give him a shot and he's like oh I don't know it's like I'm stepping into this band with a different style Mm. but okay I'll give it a crack and then the next scene Johnny Legs is getting really mad at them for not playing Mm. his style Yeah, and I was like not Johnny Lee. We love Johnny, but his character's a bit of a dick. Yeah, Antonio, and he's like pushing him around doing, and stuff. Like he's getting yeah, he's angry like, at him. play it right. And play it's it like, right. you came into their band, but you then, little cunt. And mm. then he's like, the manager goes, like, everyone just calm down, get your egos out of the room. And he's like, yeah, look, I'm so sorry, man. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. And it's fine. Like any yeah. conflict in this film sort of rises and then quickly falls. Yes. You know? It, yes. It, there's, there's a, and a lot of conflict is like, a lot of the conflict is not, in the scene we're watching. That's another thing I noticed. There's yeah. a lot of like, 
there's a lot of like, oh no, I'm stressed. Yeah. Because of this, this moment that is about to happen or has just happened, mm. Mm. and I'm going to talk to someone else. Like, there's a bit where he talks to his manager about the fact that he loves two women, mm. but he doesn't talk to one of the women about it. Mm. It's like that would have been the more hundred percent interesting that, scene. That you know? would be an interesting scene, but and like the bit where she <coughs> steps off stage, and says, I can't perform, mm. and mm. no one, everyone's like, that, that, I understand, <laughs> and like. I, I I want to give little 15, 16-year-old Misha a hug for when she saw that poster for Sweno and was like, this is going to be the most beautiful movie ever. Yeah. This, the the romance between Antonio mm. and the nurse, not necessary. No. Yeah, It's exactly. really not necessary and it's not a big part of the story. It's this weird little sub thing and every once in a while she pops in yeah. and he gives her kisses. And, and she but has like, her own story. It doesn't story. actually escalate the story at all. No. And it's like I wanted, when I selected Sweno for us to watch this mm. week, I wanted a big old soppy romance. Yeah. Mm. That's what I was mm. in the mood for. I was mm. in the mood for like a proper notebook. Yeah. You know I what think I mean? Was and I didn't get the notebook. I got... Sweno. There was the makings of it. I think if if Johnny Legs had been, if his character loved Johnny Legs, but if his character had been been like played by a twenty five year old and the nurse was twenty five and the divorcee was still closer to her forties, mm. it would have been a more interesting, complex. Lo- and we focused on the love triangle. Yeah. yeah, and it was and it was central to the. Uh, I'm playing script doctor again. Shut up, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always playing script doctor. I've never written a film. What do I know? (laughs) I can tell him how to make a funny, absurd sketch. That's about it. Oh, God. Um, Well, look, if anyone wants to watch it in Australia, it's not on any streaming services. So we rented it on YouTube and Zach rented it twice. I rented it twice. I think, look, if if ever you're going to watch a movie that we've done, this is a movie. It felt very small. I think it it felt like it's a great cast. I think. Johnny's the lead. Johnny's Johnny's the the lead. lead. You get all Johnny all the time. Yeah, it's Constant good. Johnny. Constant Johnny. I want to know more about the director, though. I don't know anything about yeah, it. I want to know more about this film. There's so little about it online. If anyone knows more info, actually, please do DM us. I feel like it would have, they, this director, if they kept going, they would have made, you know, more and more better sort of things. Like it was, yeah. it, it, it had all, a lot of potential in it, I guess. I agree. I think it was like a, a, a sort of a dipping the toes in the water. And yeah. I, I really think that uh, they if they'd done some TV, but I don't think they did any. Anything after this film, yeah, and right. and it and that it, it breaks my heart. From a what bit. I can see, it's kind of like the only thing that uh, Jane Chabria made. Yeah, right. which I'm so so. I just would love to know more about this film, like you yeah. know, because as a as a first film, as a toe in the mm. water for some of these creatives, I think there's so much promise, and mm. but then there's. So little info about it online. And yeah, and a, a big, big team of Latin uh, creatives as well, like all the producers, the vast majority of the cast. The yeah, great cast. It's got a young Michael Penner in it, who you from um, uh, Ant-Man and the Ant-Man films and other great mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and uh, Nesta Serrano, who I'm trying to work out what I know him from. I'm Googling him now. Was that the manager? 
Yeah. What? He, he was on 24. I think he's just in everything. Yeah, he's one yeah. Of he's just ones. one of those guys that pops up in everything. I love he that scene. He's um, like, hey, um, I'm glad you sung up there when he talks to Elizabeth Penner. It's like, because I've been, yeah. I've been thinking about you. I've been wild for you for a yeah. long time. And that comes out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. And then, and she's like, all right. Even though she was in love with Johnny Legs, but now it's fine. That's fine. You know what? There's someone else. And then they sort of do the a guy cheers from like, Bad we, Boys wants me. Yeah. There's also, there's also, <laughs> there's also in that scene, right? There's just this like, Guy in the band that's like, huh, what a crazy journey we've been on. Yeah. I've met the love of my life. Yes, uh, we've right. talked I'm like, who the fuck? Yes, I thought the same thing. <laughs> Just this guy has this bad of mine either. So much. They now we're a all family. Or, like, why are they giving this guy a monologue? <laughs> Crazy stuff. I didn't even know um, he was in the film until that point. Like, <laughs> also, I love the final song as well when. Um, uh, Elizabeth Penner finally gets to sing properly because the first one she's just a backup mm. vocals and I'm like, why yeah. Why did he need her so bad? Then she finally gets to sing and then they cut to the guy playing the melodica, you know, that little piano you blow into yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's trying to look yeah. real cool and no one looks yeah. cool playing that. He's like... I also love how, like, sexy and calm that song is Yeah, and it cuts, like, they cut to... Are you going to say this? I think so, you go. And they cut to a shot of the boyfriend. She's like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then they cut to a shot of the ex-husband and he's just like... (laughs) And he's, like, pouring, like, a champagne into his uh, new girlfriend's glass and it's spilling over. He's so distracted. But it doesn't happen at, like, a big emotional punchy part of the song. It just sort of happens halfway through the first verse. My favourite thing ever is they when Johnny Legs and his band are playing I think it's their first song um it's like the most inoffensive pop Latin pop song it's it's not hard hitting there's not a lot of bass but he still manages to like thrash his head about and like yeah. mosh essentially <laughs> and it's like just that kind of idea, I'm a rock star it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well also being like la 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 doesn't match up at all no um I loved, I loved the, uh, I loved the opening. I loved the, um, the bit in the. I love when he, him and Michael Penner. I love that scene. Which one? I don't know. <laughs> the top. <laughs> hey, Michael look. Penner's like, I'm gonna pretend to have sex with the girl that you like. That's. Uh, no, I just oh, liked yeah, the look that of was it. Weird. That was I liked weird. the aesthetic. I'm talking about when it first cuts to it, and it's quite washed out. Oh, I just like his backstory and his mum and stuff, and it's sort of like. And then quickly... it cuts to yeah, yeah. I was like, I think th- I think. Look, I think that 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 it was a first time filmmaker with a lot of promise, and I'm I'm curious to know where they ended up. Yeah, also, yeah. I would I love, love to know stylistic choices like that poster that would keep coming to life that you look at. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was sort cool. of cool. There was interesting stuff there. Like, the soundtrack was cool. I mean, not so much the stuff they sang live, but that didn't do it for me. The, but all I liked kind of, Sweno. I liked the song. At yes, the end. that was nice. But mm. some of their other stuff sucked. Yeah, yeah. But mm. like, no. But all the other music, like that, it, that him and Elizabeth Penner play together in his apartment when he first realizes that she can sing. Yeah, that stuff's beautiful. That was great. At this point, Xavier, we tend to give our Leguistamo score. Okay. Uh, so our five listeners already know what a Leguistamo is, but for the for the purposes of a new you, guest, yeah. um, a Leguistamo is how leguizamo the film was. So don't think about the film oh, okay. out of five. Think about how leguizamo it is. Can right. I just say very quickly, I, I love that we explain to every guest what the Leguistamo is. I would love to just, next time we have a guest on, pretend like we assume that any of our guests, like anyone in the comedy community listens to anyone else's podcast. <laughs> 
Xavier, we know you're a huge fan, so there's no point. But just, I'm going to give it 46 bazingos. What do you reckon? Just like, I just love this note. Like, there's this. I remember I did a podcast once with someone, like quite a, quite a. Um, like someone I really like, high profile comic, and and I, it wasn't one that I was in it as well, and I just they were so upfront, and I was like, I love this honesty because usually when I do a podcast, I'm like, hey guys, I love this podcast, and I've been listening very quickly ten minutes before I've oh, gone yeah, on, yeah. and they literally were just like. So what's the concept? I've not listened to this podcast. <laughs> oh, the best ever was, like, honestly, the best example of that is Christian Hull on our podcast. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes into So we had Christian Hull. He did Die Hard 2 with us over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and about, what, half an hour into the podcast, so it was a long episode, he just started pissing himself laughing. It's like, what's so funny? And he was just like, I just realised what your podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it was about that guy that had two lines in this film? <laughs> Um, I'm going to give my first Leguistamo rating, taking into mind, of course, that he was a lead. He was pretty much in every scene. Um, You hear him do a little bit of singing, which is cute, and a a, a little bit of dancing in a wide leg pant, which is also very nice. And he was rocking a 2005 vibe, but he was just about 10 years too old to play the role. Mm -hmm. I'm giving him four Leguistamos. Um, Out of five? Yes. Okay. He loses a star because I don't think it was, and I hate saying this, I don't think it was correctly cast. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I think I think I you know I got to give it the same. It's four leg with Stamos. He's in it heaps. I think it was an admirable film. I thought it was great to see him, but it should have been a, a someone thirty or younger and a singer first. Yes, mm. I think if we learnt anything from Once, should have been a singer first. But I think he got this film made. I think him being yes. in it is why this yeah. film exists, and I, I think I really love that he did that. Because I think it's a really beautiful film with some amazing actors, and I think him doing it got it made. Mm. So actually, I'm going to bump it up to four and a half. Wow! I think he was like, I think he was like, look, I think he knew. He was like, I don't think I can quite write for this part, mm. but it, if it makes, if it gets this film made and it gives people, that's a leg nice, up, isn't that's it? That's nice. Uh, so I'm giving it four and a half because I've decided Johnny Legs did it because he's a hero. Okay. I think he could have done. He could have done. You know. Hollywood, Hollywood, Mr. Hollywood. And he said, no, thank you. I'm doing this little I'm gonna film. I'm going to do Sweno. Yeah. I'm going to give it three. Half legs. Yeah, okay. that's fair. Yeah. Um. Like with Starmo. <laughs> that actually sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> We've fucking lost our minds, Xavier. You guys yeah, have been so doing yeah. this for too long and you've lost your minds, okay? I think you're actually being quite generous. <laughs> Leguistamos, though. You know, they're not stars. It's no, Leguistamos. Leguistamo at his best. It's not his great, strong character work. Yeah, what am I talking about? Yeah, I don't know. We can't go more than five. <laughs> Chefs are five. Yeah, like you watch you a film where Leguistamo comes in. And four and a half. I go back. Yeah. I, go, I go to four. I give it four. He's a lead. You can't you go fa- lower than four. Are you being peer pressured by Xavier? No, actually, I just, I'm, I'm hearing I'm Xavier. This is middle of the road, all right? He's, he's a lead. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Xavier. He's not he wears a long sleeve tee. Did you not see his hair? That's a versatile actor. <laughs> Xavier, did you not see those pecs poking through that long sleeve tee? <laughs> How can you give anything with those pegs poking through that long sleeve tee? Yeah, two and a half. Any less than three. I stand by it. I stand. By oh, it. oh my god! god. Please, please. Uh, do you, if you want to give more reasoning, you can. No, no. I, I think, I think it's just that's not what I think of when I think of John Leguizamo. This is yeah, not, true. not Sueno. I'm sorry. How do you feel about us next time we have a guest on? Just be <laughs> like, just next time we have a guest on. 
that pretends they've listened to the podcast. All right. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, just next time someone comes on and goes, oh, I love this podcast, go, yeah. thank you so much, and then just assume everything. everything? Yep, okay. <laughs> That's great. Because no one listens to each other's podcast. <laughs> oh, I love your podcast. Thank you so much. How many Leguistamos? Um, <laughs> when I said I loved it, I meant I loved the concept, not that I loved it and listened. You yeah. never said this. You never did this. You never. You never. Sh- you. You've got your. You know what you're doing. Mate. In yeah, fairness, never- <laughs> Xavier and I. You Alex. never shot yourself in the foot. No. Xavier and I worked together on this thing a couple of years ago and it was when Recaps was happening. Mm. And I was talking about it with Xavier and I was like, I'm going to get you on Recaps. And then Recaps ended and now we brought you on to this one, which you probably didn't want to do. <laughs> you seemed quite keen for the MasterChef one. But then when that ended, we're like, we'll bring him on to our next project, which was the John Leguizamo film Sweno. Yeah. yeah. I know I was yeah. excited about recaps because I remember I would talk to you guys about it and you'd be like, there used to be a host of MasterChef. And I'm like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? Like it was, and then you said, do you want to watch Swen? I was like, yeah, I guess. We're probably going to do World Idol at some point if you want to. Make- <laughs> if you want to be a part of World Idol. Okay. Yeah, we can do you remember World Idol? Idol? When they brought everyone together into the yeah. one giant Australian For a special pop. two-part event um, and it was like they brought all their Simon Cowles. Yeah. All the, it was all the mean judges and it was all the winners of all the idols. So the winners had the mean judges be mean to them. Yeah. So it was like Guy Sebastian, who had earned his place, gets up there and then some Simon Cowell from and Sweden Dicko. is like, what is with your hair? <laughs> <laughs> So we'll bring you. We'll bring you on please, to that. Um, I know that you've gotten oh, like a hundred thousand views on this web series already. But if you want to grab another five from our li- listenership, yeah. tell them about Hug the Sun, please. Please, please watch Hug the Sun. Thank you so much. No, of course it's the best. I really, really love Hug the Sun. It like made me so happy. Well, Apparently, me, it's better than anything I've done in the last two or three. <laughs> it's better than anything I've ever seen Zach do. Um, Except I am, I am an EP on this, so technically I did do it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very Hollywood style EP. I did very little. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Leguizamo Rama, Sophia. Thank you so much. And I want you you to know, you are better than this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.